What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In Situ Collective podcast. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rackers. And on this show, we're gonna talk about longevity. So longevity is a massive topic. So if anything from this episode resonates with you, please hit the show notes below where you'll find all the resources we've pulled from, books, studies, videos, other podcasts, you'll find them all there so you can dive a little bit deeper into those subjects. Let's get into the episode. So obviously we're going to start with sleep. I feel like we harp on about sleep so much. So I feel like a lot of the points we're going to go over, we probably will have covered in a past episode, but for those of you that are new or people just seem to forget things, I feel, I feel like it's a good place to start. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, like, like I said in the intro, we're just going to bring up all these different topics. And if you want to dive a little bit deeper, make sure you dive deeper, go into the subjects. But sleep is one we have carried on about a lot. And it's so so important. Sleep governs all. I think I've said that several times. Yeah. And so many studies now are relating, you know, longer life, healthier life, um, better brain function with sleep. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah, one thing that I wanted to say before we start, I feel like a lot of people think that they can function without sleep, you know, mm. and like the whole hustle mindset and things like that, like you don't need seven to eight hours of sleep. But I, I feel like something that we say a lot is that if we weren't meant to get sleep, uh, we would have evolved out of it yeah. by now. Yeah. And a few times, a few different people that we've listened to in studies that I've read, the thing that's is like affecting our sleep more and more in like the current day is stress. Mm. So I feel like we have more stress in our lives than ever before in history. And that's why we're sleeping so badly. Cause I, I, I don't know, I guess a lot of people don't really relate stress and sleep and even weight to one another. Mm. Um, so I think that managing your stress will help with your sleep so much and then ultimately help you live for longer because your body needs sleep to like regenerate cells, recover muscles, um, your brain needs sleep so that it can regenerate cells and neurons and everything like that. Um, yeah, so it's the, one of the things I kept seeing over and over in studies and books and all that sort of stuff is the, um, what'd you say? The we would have evolved without sleep. Yeah. So, you know, over years and decades or hundreds of thousands of years, we've lost hair, we've changed our body due to evolution and what we needed. Yeah. And sleep has always been there. It stayed the same. And it stayed the same. We always need sleep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and it's, I feel like a lot of people don't actually understand how much stress is involved with sleep and all that sort of stuff. And it's very hard to see. So that's why we use Whoops and mm. we get all our clients to wear Whoops so that you can actually see how stress impacts your sleep and you can't improve what you don't measure. A lot of the research and the ways we like, you know, books and all that sort of stuff, everything refers back to studies and you can't actually improve what you don't track. Yeah. So everybody sort of thinks, oh yeah, I'm getting enough sleep and all that sort of stuff, but you might not be. And it's just a good good thing to do, whether you use a Whoop or any other device, just to sort of check how you are actually recovering with your sleep. Yeah, definitely. And I think back to the caveman days and stress, when you think about it, cavemen like slept when the sun 
went down mm. and got up when the sun came up. They had minimal stress, so their stresses were probably like if a tiger or lion came to, what's the word, endanger them, then they'd yeah. be stressed while it was around and then their stress would like dissipate. Whereas our stress, like you get a bad text, you get a bad email, you've got a work deadline, your kids have got stuff on, like it never has the chance to subside like it used to. Yeah. And I feel like that's why maybe sleep has, it needs to, you need to pay more attention to it now than mm. we ever have in the past. Yeah. And I guess that brings it into a topic of getting better sleep is to, you know, switch all your devices off. Like even just like don't disturb, um, get rid of all the notifications as the sun's going down yeah. and minimize your screen time. Um, again, it, this has only really been in the last 50 years where this has actually been an issue and we don't know the long-term effect. We know a lot of the effects at the moment, but long-term effects, we don't actually know yet because yeah. the generations coming through now are the only ones that have you know, started their life off with, on a screen and are gonna finish their life on That's a screen. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, minimizing screen technology, all that sort of stuff, so you can de-stress as the sun goes down is a good place to start. Yeah, um, one thing that we always do recommend, obviously because screens are everywhere in our home and life, is getting blue light blockers. Yeah, 100%. Um, so they, you've, I'm sure everyone would have heard of them or seen them because they're everywhere now, but they do just block the blue light, so you can be on a screen and it's not gonna affect your circadian rhythm mm. as much and you'll still get sleepy when you should get sleepy and you'll have a lot it'll be a lot easier for you to fall asleep as well yep. um yeah so i guess one last thing because we've just finished a sleep challenge with our clients so every month we do a challenge and last month it was sleep and the biggest thing i notice is not having consistent sleep so what going to sleep at the same time and waking up at the same time is very important as well yeah one thing that I noticed in that sleep challenge for me is delaying our coffee. Mm. So this is like another tip that you can implement to have better sleep is if you delay having your first cup of coffee 30 to 60 minutes, the longer the better, really. It is very hard when you yeah. start with. But um, it just allows your body clock to naturally wake up and it allows your cortisol levels to naturally rise. Whereas if you have a coffee immediately, it's like your cortisol levels spike and then they come crashing down. Whereas if you let your body raise your cortisol levels, they'll gradually come up and then they'll stay up and then you'll have a coffee and they'll go a little bit higher, but you're not gonna like crash as hard as you would if you immediately had a coffee. Mm. That's probably why, I reckon that's made the biggest impact. Yeah, definitely. my sleep. Um, another, a few other things that we recommend to clients is getting sun first thing mm. in the morning to signal to your body that you're, waking up and then things that help you wind down at night, I guess also really improve your sleep. Do you think there's any that? Yeah, like we said, we could sort of- Go forever. I, yeah, <laughs> we've done whole episodes on sleep, so we'll leave it there. If you want to know more, please hit the link below, go to the show notes and there'll be plenty of info there for the sleep. Yeah. I think the next most important thing for longevity would be nutrition. Mm. I feel like also, I will just start with it doesn't have to be complicated. There's no diet that is going to help you live longer or that's like the optimal diet for a human. Um, you just have to eat good quality food and meat. Minimize like processed foods, minimize sugars, minimize alcohol. Doesn't mean don't have them, mm. just minimize them. And there's been more and more studies coming out backing the Mediterranean diet. Not saying that everyone has to go Mediterranean. 
Um, but just following, like, I guess their, like, philosophy behind it. So they eat, nat like, all the ingredients and stuff that they eat, they grow or they catch the fish. They have lots of, like, good quality fats. They probably make a lot of the oils and stuff that they eat. So it's not saying that you have to have, like... And it's not saying you have to have pasta every day because I feel like a lot of people assume Mediterranean pasta, but it's more things like fish, tomatoes, olive oil, leafy greens. Viney sort of fruits yeah. and vegetables. Yeah, and that's the thing I was going to bring up. So a lot of the studies and the books and all that sort of stuff go into blue zones. So for yeah. those that don't know, blue zones are zones where they have the most sentient Centennials? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what we're going for. Um, so basically that's people over 100. And these are called blue zones when there's a cluster of people over 100 years old. And like Max said, a lot of the time it is, they're just living off the land. So there's minimal processed food. Um, and that's probably the best thing you can take away from that. Minimizing processed food in your diet is, and again, there's plenty of research actually done on gut microbiome, all that sort of stuff to back it up to show that why these people live in over well over 100. Yeah. And I would say my biggest tip for nutrition, um, if you want to change your diet in any way, would be to start adding things, like adding new things that mm. you don't normally eat. So add more vegetables, add more colour, add more fruit, add different types of oils, yep. quality meats, rather than trying to take out a lot of the things you already eat because then you'll be like, what do I have left to eat? Life sucks. There's no joy. Whereas if you add things in... It's like you don't really notice yeah. the things that you're eating less of, like the processed foods. It's just like you're filling your plate with all these other better things. Yeah, I agree. And going straight from nutrition to exercise, I feel like exercise is the next big thing because it, it, like you said with nutrition, there's no diet that is the best for one person and there's no exercise regime or exercise trend or anything like that that is going to prolong your life again if you look into a lot of these blue zones uh, the people are just active during the day they're not doing any you know crazy workouts for 45 minutes that you know high intensity competing against each other they're just active during the day yeah and yes resistance tra training strength tra there's some new studies out there now that i've just seen so show notes to show that strength training or resistance training your traditional types are far better than your cardios and all that sort of stuff for longevity so check out those and again it's just stimulating your muscles being active you know using your body and moving it yeah and it doesn't have to be super high intensity it doesn't have to be seven days a week maxing out to the fullest it's just constant movement yeah um i also feel like i was reading somewhere about the blue zones and how they're moving more often and like they just do more things with their body right like i feel like currently we rely heavily on like leaf blowers instead of sweeping, uh, vacuums instead of sweeping. We don't really cart vegetables from the fields or walk long distances to transport food and things like that. Everything, like we can get food delivered to our door now. Yeah. Whereas these people walk, they probably plant, people in the blue zone probably plant the food. They probably plow the field first, plant the food, then they water it every day. They look after it, they watch it grow, then they go harvest it then they carry it back to their house and they prepare it. Like how much energy goes into that every single day? And we just 
like cut out all of that movement. Yeah, you can literally sit on your couch and not move and still yeah, live. And get food. Um, and it, it's just tips like, you know, have your own veggie patch out the back. Yeah. Mo like get a push mower instead of a ride on. Wash your car, like don't go through the car wash, wash your own car. Yeah. Do the dishes. Don't use a dish, like just cut out like little bits of technology here and there and you, you find you're a lot more active and you're gonna have a lot more health benefits from that because you're moving a lot more. And it's also doing those things yourself and with your hands is really great for your mental health. Mm. Like you feel a lot more accomplished, you feel like you've played a big part in doing it and a big part in the little things that need to be done in your life. So it does give you a bit more. Mm. I saw a quote the other day, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like, your body gets good at whatever you do the most of. Yeah. So like if you sit down, your body gets really good at sitting down. And then when you go to do things like mow the lawn or chop wood, that's when it breaks because it's like, what are we doing? We don't usually do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And that's where mo when most injuries happen. And then injuries are a whole nother story. Like you get injured and you can't move, then your body is going to go into atrophy and you know, you're getting unhealthy by the day. But like you said, with um, adding in, you know, don't change your diet, just add in good things. Same with exercise. You don't have to do heaps and exercise should be varied. So you should be doing a little bit of everything. Mm. So whether it's, you know, walking, running, jumping, pushing, pulling, hinging, all those sort of things. So you can, your body is used to all different movements in all different planes, all different loads. So, you know, it doesn't, you know, when you go and do something, it doesn't break. Yeah. And I feel like you, I've heard you bring up a lot how as you age, the, your muscle density becomes even more important to help. Yeah. Well, you, your joints can't function without muscles. Yeah. So generally when you get joint pain, it's because you haven't got the muscle density or strong muscles around it. And resistant training does build the muscle. Like we're not building huge muscles, we're just building good quality, strong healthy, muscles. strong muscles. Yeah. And that's what you need. Yeah. Um, and again, plenty of studies have shown, especially in these blue areas, they have good joints. They, there's less, um, joint deterioration there's less joint pain because they're more active yeah so their muscles are holding their joints together yeah yeah very important um the next topic that i want to talk about was relationships mm. not in the real not in the sense that it's like dating we're not going to give you dating advice or anything like that or tell you how to maintain a long-term relationship i mean we could probably could because we're pretty good at this mm. <laughs> yeah another but, episode <laughs> um more like your friendships, your family relationships, I guess, because I think we've spoken about on the podcast before how much your environment impacts the choices that you make and how easy it is for you to want to move or to move or to eat better. And your relationships are directly in your environment. So the people that you're friends with, people that you see at work every day, uh, they obviously have a very big impact on the choices you make. If you are like, say, in an office space and everyone gets takeaway like three times a week, then you're far more likely to go and get takeaway rather than bringing your own lunch because everyone else is doing it. So why wouldn't you? Mm. Um, and we're not going to say to get rid of your friends as no. such. Just, I guess, try and surround yourself with people that have the same goals or yeah. standards as it, you? It's pretty simple. Like if you're not going to a gym and you start going to a gym, it's a different environment. 
and you're going to start talking to the people in the gym about foods, exercises, all that sort of stuff. So it's just a different conversation with a different group of people that you're having. And that's just a different relationship that's, you know, probably better than better for you than the relationship you got with your mates sitting at the pub all the time. Yeah. And it's, again, not, not saying it's bad to sit with your mates and have a good time and all that sort of stuff at the pub. But again, just adding in a few different environments that sort of start getting you to change health, you know, exercise. It, you could join a walking club. Yeah, meet new people and that they sort of stuff. all like value, I guess, health and longevity a lot higher than other people that you might meet at the pub. I also think relationships go internal as well. So as in your relationship with yourself? With yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big thing that people don't take into consideration um, because that comes back to stress and, you know, relationship with yourself is quite stressful. Like a lot of people don't take the time to sort of, you know, check in with themselves and see how they're doing. And again, in these blue zones, a lot of the time, these people were happy with themselves. You know, they, yeah. they had a sense of purpose and all that sort of stuff. And taking the time to actually look inside and give yourself the, the power or the opportunity to just be happy mm. and check in with yourself, like journaling and all that sort of stuff, just bringing your thoughts out and just being in a relationship with yourself. I know it sounds weird and a lot of people are like, how do you have a relationship with yourself? But having a relationship with yourself is very beneficial as well. How do you not have a relationship with yourself? I feel like it's like multiple personalities up in there, you know, that you have to literally manage depending on the day and situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in my uni textbook last semester, I think a really interesting statistic came up about Catholic Australians, I want to say, and they did like a, um, a longevity sort of study on them and followed them through their lifespan. And 68% of Australians believe in some sort of religion. Mm. And those 68% of Australians have a far higher mortality rate. So they live for way longer yeah. than the rest because not because not because they believe in a God or higher spirit, but I guess because believing in something gives you like more of a sense of purpose, it makes you want to look after your body a lot better. A lot of religions frown upon like smoking, alcohol, sex before marriage. So already you're getting like less exposure to those things that yeah. negatively impact your health. Especially like in the early teens and that sort of stuff when your body yeah. is growing and all that sort of stuff. If you're less exposed to like, drugs, alcohol, smoking in those teens, you're going to be a lot better off than somebody. I'm not saying don't do it or, you know, your life is your life, but less exposure to that stuff has shown that you're going to be healthier. You're going to live for longer. Yep. Um, and I feel like being a part of those groups gives people a lot more purpose, yep. which is our next topic, mm. having purpose. And Jack already did mention how the people that live in the blue zones feel a lot more sense of purpose. And I guess that also comes into the fact that they uh, spend a lot of their time growing food and building things for their for their, themselves to live off. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and it creates a community as well. Yeah. So the, there is purpose within a community. So um, having that purpose, you know, they might be growing the food to supply their neighbours with food for the next week or two. So that gives them purpose. And again, it's purpose is a hard thing because you've really got to check in with yourself and understand yourself and, you know, to know what your purpose is moving forward. 
Yeah, I feel like a lot of people mistake their job for their purpose. Yeah. Which isn't a very good, like you shouldn't choose your job as your purpose. You're not here, you're not alive just to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you do a job that you love and it is like your passion maybe, but still then that's not your purpose. And I feel like that's when spending a lot of time by yourself and working on your relationship with yourself um, allows you to learn what your purpose is, I guess, and should motivate you to want to be better or learn new skills or try new jobs, not just live to work in this one job and... And I feel like these days purpose just gets thrown around a little bit too much. Yeah. And, you know, it's find your purpose, find your purpose. And your purpose might actually change throughout your life. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like a lot of people get disheartened and just go back into a normal routine and don't even bother about it because they think they found their purpose, but then they fall out of love with it or it doesn't work out or whatever it is. And then they're just like, oh, that didn't work. And then just go back to just existing and not having a purpose so just keep like max said just keep evolving and yeah just um i wrote something on my hand yesterday to sometimes when i study or work and i make a mistake or i start to get fall behind i want to give up i want to quit i'm like it's too hard i've fallen too far behind i've got too much to do i'm just going to stop and yesterday i was having one of those days and i listened to a meditation and Sam Harris often says begin again at the end of the meditation as in like every minute that has happened has passed. So there's literally no reason that you can't begin again in the next minute, in Mm. the next hour. And I feel like, I don't know, everyone should just think about that. If you have like you eat a bad meal for some for lunch or whatever, it's done. It's happened. Like you can begin again in the next hour and have something better for afternoon tea. You know, it's like if you fail at something, you can begin again the next day and find a new hobby. It's not yep. over just because you can't change the past. So yeah. let it go and keep, keep moving again. forward. Begin again. <laughs> Love that. Um, so I think that begin again is very good uh, for your mindset. Mm. And that's what our next topic is going to be mindset and thoughts. I feel like mindset um can also impact your stress. If you have a bad like mindset, if you feel like everything bad happens to me, I suck at my job, like I'm always the one that gets, I don't know what a bad example is, I feel like I have a good mindset, you know what I mean though? Yeah. Um, then obviously you're gonna be a lot more stressed in general. And then obviously that is going to negatively impact your sleep like we already covered. So yes, mindset and thoughts do impact your longevity because if you're constantly having negative thoughts, then you're constantly going to be in like a sort of like a fight or flight state where you don't know if you need to like run or fight whatever like negative emotions you're going through. Yeah, definitely. It's just like, um, like exercise is good for you, but exercise is a stress on your body. So you do need that recovery time so your body can adapt to it. It's the same with mindset like and stress and all that sort of stuff. If you're in a bad mindset, your stress is going to be high, your cortisol levels are high. And that stuffs up all sorts of hormone imbalances within your body. And again, plenty of studies have shown that that ages you quite quickly mm. because it is stress and your body can't actually recover. So it can't, you know, recover itself. It can't rejuvenate all the cells that it needs to, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, having a good mindset. So, like, mindset and recovery are like, they're so connected. 
you, that you need to sort of be in a good mindset when you're doing recovery stuff. Um, so this comes down to like, if your meditation, like if you, meditation is good, but a lot of people out there don't like meditation. So yeah. if you're doing some sort of stretching or foam rolling or something like that, put on something that makes you happy like whether it's a song, podcast, video, just something puts you in a good mood and you will actually recover a lot better. Yeah, because you're relaxed. Yeah. Um, I also found that, find that with um, like how I feel about my body image, when I am stressed or in a negative mood, I feel like I'm making no progress in the gym. I'm not getting stronger. I'm not looking any better. I'm just like not happy with my body. And then like a day later, I could be in the best mood ever. And I'm like, I'm the strongest ever, you know? And then I try a lot harder in the gym. I want to eat a lot better because I'm like, yes, my body is great. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that. But that okay. that is like, again, when you have stress and cortisol levels and everything is high, there's a lot of fluid in your body. Yeah. So you are going to actually look a little bit worse, I guess you would say, than you normally would when you are happy, enjoying yourself, sleeping properly, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that are like, yeah, it's easy for you to say, but I can't control my thoughts or they just come. And I totally agree that they do just come, but maybe you can't control the thoughts coming in, but I guess you can control what you do with them. Yeah. So like once you have the thought, you can choose to either feel angry with the thought or you can choose to get rid of the thought and think about something more positive in that moment. As soon as you notice it, you have a choice. Yep. You can choose to, yeah. And again, that's easier said than done. Yeah. We can't stress that enough. Like, Practice to notice when you can. Journaling, meditation, everything like that. Like I still, I've been doing this for ages now and I still get those thoughts and I still can't let them go. And it takes maybe a day or two for to let them go. Yeah and a couple of meditations and journals just to let them go. So, yeah. And you know what's even worse is when you have like a bad day or something bad happens to you or you get a bad text, I feel like you ruminate on it a lot. Like you think about it over and over. Whereas when something, uh, we do this all the time, when something great happens, we're like, woo, and then yeah. forget about it. Like it's done now. Yeah. Like why do we do that as humans? I just like, I don't we, know. I feel like, there's just been a conditioning over the last probably decade, and I guess social media would have a big influence on this, that we only focus on the negatives and we never really take time to focus on the positives. Yeah. I had this conversation with a client this morning. She's like, oh, this isn't changing, that's not working. I'm like, well, what have you achieved over the last six months? And she has achieved quite a lot. She's, I feel like she's almost a different person, like energy-wise. And it's like, we don't take time and yeah, you can't see those changes, but they're changes and they're good and they're positive and we don't, we forget about them. Yeah, so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's all the points that I had that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, like I said at the start, this was just a skim over all these topics. We could do a whole episode on each one of these topics. So if anything has sort of come up to you and you're like, oh, wow, I'd like to know more about that, please hit the link below. Go to the show notes where all the information we've drawn from to bring you this episode is there. So like I said, books, um, studies, videos, other podcasts that you can listen to them all there. Go down your own rabbit hole and let us know where you actually improve in your life. So if you do one of these topics, subjects, what do you call them? Yeah, sure, subjects. That we talked about in this episode and you dive a little bit deeper and it does improve your life, let us know. We like to hear these stories of people improving and what actually works and what doesn't. And again, it's different for everybody. So go on your own journey, check it out and we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye.